Hang on tight. Fish Talk Radio is about to take you on a fishing adventure. You're about to go places you have even yet to desire and revisit familiar favorites with live, on-the-water expert insider tips. Now, sit up straight, pay attention, take notes, and join the party for a blue water, white water, and calm water adventure. Check out fish tips and trips online at fishtalkradio.com. And now, the all-natural attitude adjustment. Okay, I am here to adjust that attitude. It's Jean. And while we're uh, making some phone calls in the other room here and getting our coordination all set up for some expert advice, you're going to have to put up with a little bit of my uh, fish story here in the meantime. So as I dream about where our Mr. Hennigan, our usual host, is in La Paz, he asked me to go on this trip. And I said, well, John, let's see, May... Uh, I kind of recall that trip when I was down there with your group before, and it was cooking. He said, oh, no, no, that must have been unusual. It's May. Well, in California, at least, it is drought conditions, and my plants are shriveling up in leaves no matter how much water I give to them, actually. So I can just picture what's going on down there, and I hope they have a little bit more than a bimini top on their boat to give them some shade because... uh, It can be fairly humid, and the thing that makes it worthwhile is I remember casting out a jig. I'm not much of a troller, you know, and I love um, what they refer to as the Dorado there in Mexico or your mahi-mahi that some of you are used to either buying in the fish market or catching in Hawaii and uh, catching this big bull out there as I cast out my jig, and you could see it in that clear water, so... Other than the heat and the humidity, remember, once you get a fish on, you don't have seasickness anymore. You don't care what's going on in the rest of your life. It's kind of what I say when I'm out on a dance floor. There's nothing wrong in the whole world. This is Gene Cedar at Fish Talk Radio, and I am so glad you're here to join us. And pretty soon, we are going to have for you some expert advice from one end of the spectrum to the next. Are you ready for a whale watching adventure? The Santa Barbara Channel is known as one of the best whale watching areas in the world. Over 27 species of whales, dolphins, and porpoises come here throughout the year. And there's no better way to spend time with these wonderful animals than aboard the high-tech Condor Express. Bring a whole family for an unforgettable whale watching adventure. The Condor Express is Santa Barbara's premier charter boat for whale watching, island excursions, sunset cruises, and private charters. Call Sea Landing at 882-0088 to book your trip. We'll see you on the Condor Express. Local fishing at its finest is aboard the Stardust. Day and half day trips on Stardust sport fishing are a family affair. Find out what it's like to view Santa Barbara from the water while you are catching dinner. See whales, dolphins, and Channel Islands up close. Spotless boat and friendly crew are perfect for beginner or expert. Get aboard with Jason Diamond and his crew on Stardust sport fishing, operating at a sea landing in the Santa Barbara Harbor. Lake Kachuma is a California treasure. Bald eagles, deer, egrets, foxes, wild turkeys play on the banks and in the trees. Red ear, bluegill, bass and catfish inhabit the waters. Rainbow trout are planted on a regular basis and easily caught from boat or shore. Lake Kachuma Boat Rentals is a key to a successful day on the lake. Call 805-688-4040 for information. Tackle, skiff, or pontoon boat rental. Call Craig at 688-4040, 20 minutes north of Santa Barbara, Kachuma Boat Rentals for a day to remember. So you're covered in sand up to your waist thanks to the excessive digging of two very ambitious children and you think, wait, did I lock my Impala back in the parking lot? And normally you'd just sit and stew about it. But you live in a time when an OnStar app lets you control your car from nearly anywhere in your world like it's some extremely remote control car 
which it kind of is. So you tap the icon that zaps a signal that says to your car, boop, here's a signal to flip the mechanism that locks the door that sends a signal back to your phone to say, yes, your car is now safely locked. And you gotta wonder about the guy walking by when it happens. He's like, wow. And you're like, wow. And if you slow your brain for just a nanosecond, you realize just how amazing modern technology really is. All because you drive a Chevrolet Impala connected by OnStar. For details, availability, and system limitations, visit OnStar.com. The road stretches for miles in front of you. And with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway, so your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. And that is so true, you know. I had somebody tell me that up in Alaska. Quit doing those beautiful casts up in the air, Gene. Put that line down in the water, and you know what? I caught the largest trout of my life so far. Stay tuned for that. And on the line, I do have somebody, an expert, coming to us from the East Cape, Eddie Van Warmer. Hey, Eddie. Hey, Gene, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing fine. So now, weather, tell me, are we trading places? Do you have cooler weather than we do here? We're about, I don't know, 85 or so around this area on the West Coast. I think we're even, Stephen, on that one. I think we're we're right about 85 right now. It's a it's beautiful down here. The wind. We got a little bit of a breeze, but nothing too too rough. Uh, the boats are all going out. I think we had uh, 25 boats go out today to go fishing, and it's just beautiful down here. Water temperature. That I think I got to beat on the water temperature because our water temperatures are about 80 degrees in the ocean right now. Oh, there you go. I was kind of taking a look at the surf the other day. Whether I wanted to jump in and do some body surfing. So now 25 boats. Are these uh? uh uh, pongas are these a mix uh, four pack six it's a pack mix, boats? Yeah. okay we, we have uh, a lot of 28 to 32 foot cabin cruisers the majority of the boats that went out today um were were the cabin cruisers and then we had about maybe six pongas that went out as well um and they all went out and we're, we're having a great opening season we just had our first group arrive last monday and they're doing their award ceremony tonight which is our kind of our kickoff to our season which when we get our first group in here Excellent. and uh, they had a great time fishing lots of dorado in the water right now um, um, we're getting. We uh, started out the week with some really small Dorado, um, but they started getting bigger and bigger as the week went on. And and um, as of yesterday, I think they were catching up to 35 pound Dorado. So it's getting really nice out there. And we're also seeing a lot of striped marlin in the water up here. And we're also seeing some sailfish, some jack crevel, some pargo, some rooster fish. Um, so it's really, really a great start to our season, and we're really excited to get a, a good season underway. Yeah. Now tell me, Eddie, um, when you're out there, do people have an opportunity? You're you're most likely doing a lot of trolling in order to locate the fish. And how's the bite been so far? Once you get something on the line and and maybe decked, um, how is the uh, you know plastics, artificials, or even some live bait out there? Do you get some live bait in the morning before you go out? Absolutely. You know, compared to last year, last year we had a really tough time getting bait, and this year it's gotten a lot better. So we are trolling a combination of live bait and uh, dead bait. We're using um, some dead ballyhoo. We're using some mackerel um, and things like that. And then on top of that, we're also using a lot of lures. Um, right now, the uh, the billfish um, seem to be eating a lot of the, the little squids. Um, when we're, we're seeing them, when they're coming up to the boat, we can see the squid coming out of them. So they're really gorging <laughs> on a lot of little squid. So we're trying to use a lot of squid patterns. And um, so and some guys are using the, the spreader bars with the, with the squid patterns, and that's really bringing the, uh, the billfish to the, to the boat. So we're having a lot of success with that. And we're seeing in, in the billfish category, we're seeing striped marlin and sailfish. And there's some really nice size ones. We've seen them up to about 120 pounds. So there's some nice little uh, billfish out there that we're, that we're seeing so far. Nice. Now, let me ask you something because, uh, you know, I do a lot of fishing and, and uh, travel to get there. And I just w- recently went to Ireland, took my fly rods with me. Um, yeah. 
tell me something about taking gear. Now, I've always, you know, taken my golf clubs and my tennis racket and uh, all my gear and then some to bring to the, my guides and, and uh, fishing partners down there and to leave with some of the people at the docks. Um, what about those limitations nowadays? Are you seeing more people come and depend on, you know, just let me go, relax, and all the gear is going to be provided for me? Do you see less people bringing their own or at least as many sticks? Yeah, you know, um, what we've seen ever since the airlines started kind of charging for uh, additional bags and things like that, um, we started seeing more and more of our clients kind of um, relying on what we have here. Um, you know, a lot of guys, they spend a lot of money on their gear and they want to <laughs> use it when they come down. But what they find yeah. out is, is that they're going to pay a lot of money to get it down here and then mm-hmm. a lot of money to bring it back. So what we did was we just, um, we used to kind of threw it into the boat cost and it's all included. Um, all your, all, all of the gear is included. We also have some surf gear here, um, at the hotel that you could rent. Um, if you wanted to do some fishing from the beach, but all of the stuff that's on the boat is included in the price of the of the boat rental, and it's all great gear. Um, we have you know anywhere from you know thirty to up to a hundred pound uh, gear on the boat. So we got every, from every any kind of fishing that you want to do, we have that. Um, the only thing that I would recommend if you're going to come down, you're going to bring something is maybe bring like a maybe like a little portable, um, you know, like a three piece or a two piece, uh, you know, spinning rod outfit. So if you wanted to fish from the beach or from even from the boat, they're fun to use as well, and those are easy because you can carry them on and you can just put it on your overhead and you know and you know from fly fishing you know a lot of, a lot of those travel fly fishing rods you can just stick in your overhead and bring them down and we also have a fly fishing guy down here um baja fly fishing company they're in-house and oh, you they do? have ah. probably about 15 um different um size rods that they use anywhere from a, an eight weight to a 15 weight rod um, depending on what you're going after and they provide when you hire them to go with you on the boat as your guide they bring all that stuff with them so and they bring the flies and everything that mm-hmm. you're going to need so it's all here for you and um, but if you want to bring your own stuff Go ahead, just check with your airline before you do, just to make sure you know what the cost is going to be so there's no surprises. That's a good idea. And, um, yeah, you know, I like having my own gear with me, my sticks, you know. They're just kind of like your pet. You like to bring them along, and then those memories, You next time you bring it out of the case, you know, you go, oh, yeah, I remember that fish I caught there. And, sure. and remember how hard that bend was, and maybe <laughs> I've forgotten to rewrap that uh, guide on there and whatnot. So, um, But that sure. is a great idea. I really appreciate that fact. And I'm sure there's other yeah. fishers out there, too, that you've, you know, thrown that into the pot, so to speak. And now that's included because uh, it just makes for a much more relaxing trip. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And you know what I did this last time is um, I went out to the airport about three days early, uh, had my rod case with me and my bag packed because I wanted to check on their scales just how much and uh, just acted, waited in line, acted like I was ready to fly that day, put it up on the uh, scale and uh, waited for the uh, attendant there and said and hand showed her my uh, fly rod case and said, uh, and I can bring this on with me, right? She said, yeah, because I had been told that I probably wouldn't be able to. And I said, okay, I'll see you in three days. And they all looked at me and I said, just checking. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great idea. No, that's great. You know, I actually brought a, uh, I, at the Fred Hall show, I had, I had bought a two-piece uh, Shimano uh, rod and I wanted to bring it down here with me and I, I carried it on and you know they were real nice uh, the flight attendants they actually took it from me and they said you know what we're going to put it here where, where we hang our coats yes. and so they didn't want it to get damaged on the overhead so they actually right. put it where like where people hang their suit coats and things like that and there was plenty of room there and they they, they put it there for me when the when we landed they handed it to me and I walked right out with it so they, they're real friendly you know and I would just, just like I said check with the airlines to make sure that you're not going to have any trouble. Absolutely so um Let's see, um, accommodations and things like that. So somebody calls you up, and is this like what I say when we go to Alaska with one of John's groups? I like it because you get a, a bed and a boat when you check in. <laughs> so yeah. um, when somebody it's checks really in, is it all here. just set? You tell us about that yeah. a bit. We actually, you know, we have um, the two resorts here uh, are Palma State Cortez and Playa del Sol, and they're only about 300 yards from each other. They're both owned by the family. The family owns the hotel, the restaurant, and the boat. So when you come and check in, you um, you check in, you get your room keys, you check into your room, and then in around between 6 p.m. to 9 p.m., the fishing office um, opens up. You go in there, you check in with your boat. You tell they'll tell you what boat name you have. You order your drinks and your lunch for that morning, and then you basically go and have dinner. And then after dinner. 
dinner, have a few cocktails, maybe go to bed, wake up in the morning, have breakfast. You walk right down to the dock, which is right in front of the hotel. It's, uh, you, you have breakfast, walk down to the dock, and then when they call your boat name, which you were told the night before, then you go, you walk up, you jump on your boat, they put your ice chest on the boat, and you got your lunch, your drinks, and you're ready to go. And then the captain asks you, um, what are you interested in catching? And then um, I usually like to say, well, what have you been catching? And then he kind of <laughs> tells you, and then, you know, you kind of, you know, because he's been out there every day, so he knows what's right. out there. And I, I just I just like to pull on fish, so I'm going to leave it up to him. He's going to put me on fish. Right. If people that get too fish-specific, they might have a harder time. So I let, let him take me out. And then based on what you tell him, he's going to go out and get you the right kind of bait. And there's little right. pongas out there that are selling bait. And usually, I usually go with me and two other people, so there'll be three right. of us on the boat. And we'll kick in $30, and we buy bait, and we put it in the right. bait tank and off we go fishing. Well, and there you go. And then you just tell them that I kind of like to do most everything by myself, and you just stand here as my backup. So this They'll has been They'll do as much a, or as little as you want. Yeah, that's a great report. Eddie, thank you so much, and uh, Thanks for having give me. my regards to the East Cape, will you? Fish Talk thank you Radio. So much. Take care. Okay. Yeah, The Santa Barbara Channel offers some of the most productive sport fishing in the world. Channel Island Sport Fishing offers the most boats to enjoy it. Call 805-382-1612. At Channel Island Sport Fishing, you pick the time and place you want to go. Nearshore halibut, calico bass and rockfish, or fish the Channel Islands for white sea bass and yellowtail. For whale watching and private charters, Channel Island Sport Fishing in Oxnard has clean, modern boats with professional, friendly crews. Make your reservations for a deep-sea adventure by calling 805-382-1612. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and pargo. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Set on the magnificent Sea of Cortez, the Grand Heritage Resort and Spa at Marina Costa Baja is the first five-star resort in La Paz, Baja South. Overlooking a 250-slip marina and white sand beaches, enjoy two signature restaurants, a world-class destination for fishing or diving. Enjoy five-star elegance in the charming laid-back city of La Paz. Dock your boat and enjoy the marina village. Visit on the web at CostaBajaResort.com. S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Santos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Santos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Are you ready for a whale-watching adventure? The Santa Barbara Channel is known as one of the best whale-watching areas in the world. Over 27 species of whales, dolphins, and porpoises come here throughout the year, and there's no better way to spend time with these wonderful animals than aboard the high-tech Condor Express. Bring a whole family for an unforgettable whale-watching adventure. The Condor Express is Santa Barbara's premier charter boat for whale-watching, island excursions, sunset cruises, and private charters. Call Sea Landing at 882-0088 to book your trip. We'll see you on the Condor Express. Now my two favorite things, dance and fish. I can dance to that fish tune right there. And, you know, you can find us fish talk radio at any number of places but sometimes it's just easier to say 
Google. Fish Talk, and you will find us streaming on iTunes, uh, webtalkradio.net. We have uh, on iTunes, fishtalkradio.com. They, we are just everywhere, and we're going to shortly take a little trip down to Costa Rica. And I have been down there before, so I'm going to see if Mark is ready and willing to give us a report from down there. Mark, are you with us? There he is. Okay, that's a little bit fuzzy back there. But uh, okay, Mark, this is Gene at Fish Talk Radio. And I'm hoping, first of all, tell me, now I've been down to Costa Rica, some of my... Um, Real estate clients flew me down there to the West Coast. Am I talking to you on the West Coast? I'm right in the smack in the center in San Jose. Oh, okay. The Pacific Coast, the, Pacific Coast, the West Coast, is probably the area best known for fishing. Yes. From Oquito in the south up to Camarindo, Flamingo, Papagayo in the north. Right. So we all fly in. Almost everybody flies in, at least I did, into uh, San Jose, correct? That's correct. Although there is a second um, airport, but most people come into San Jose, and it's a short hop from there to one of the fishing destinations. Okay. And of course, the. And so, um, so I see that you do fly fishing for billfish in Costa Rica, and probably all the others too. So, uh, like our gentleman in La Paz said, and uh, East Cape Baja just a little while ago. Ask what has been biting, and that's what we're here to find out. So you tell us what's going on in your neck of the woods. Well, I, I don't, I'm not going to be modest. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, what between, fisherman uh, is? Now we know you're a true yeah, fisherman. Between um, uh, January and um, beginning of April here in Costa Rica, there were two huge tournaments. One is the last one year. Uh, the signature Triple Crown, which was a three-leg event. Um, uh-huh. 42 teams fished um, three days or nine days at all. And the other was the Offshore World, in which um, uh, 62 um, boats took part, 62 teams. And the numbers, I think, are going to blow your mind. Really? The first, the Lithuania signature and the three-leg they released a cool 5,070 billfish. Wow. Five, and this was, now, excuse me, but it was that in a total of nine days, 5,070 billfish released? Nine days fishing, 5,070 billfish, and um, first leg, 42 boats, second two legs, 39 boats. Wow, that's some pretty good numbers right there. Everybody got to have a good tug. Absolutely. We figured there was a, you know, there was a, a sailfish, a billfish release, basically sailfish, uh, every 54 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> now that's some good numbers right there. And that um, uh, was followed up by the World Offshore, uh, four days of fishing. And uh, 60, 60, um, 62 boats, or six, uh, 62 boats, and they released 2,733 billfish. Gee. And now, in between there, are they catching anything that they're keeping for to put on the grill in the evenings? <laughs> yep. They sure are. There's, uh, of course, Dorados. And this was a bit early for yellowfin tuna. But later in the year, starting end of the month, the yellowfin tuna come, come in. Uh-huh. Start off small down the south and then move up the coast. And then by September, October, November, we'll take it in November. It's a little bit over. But September, October, you get the biggies. You know, you get your, hopefully, 120, 150, 200 pounds. And so if... Uh Somebody wants to go down there, and uh, probably they don't have to bring their own gear. You're going to set them up. How would they contact you? Okay, they can look for uh, a very easy website to remember, fishcostarica.com. <laughs> there you go. That covers it all, and you'll handle them from there. Boy, that is such a great report. If they are coming down for fly fishing, 
They should bring their own uh, gear. Bring their own gear. Okay, good. Good to know. Mark, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate you hanging online for us. Yes. Excellent. Thanks. And big thank you from all our uh, Fish Talk listeners, too. Thank you. All right. Adios, amigo. All righty. So we're going to try to bounce back up the Pacific coast here then and talk to somebody at Kachuma Lake in my backyard. Do we have Cody on the line? Yes, you do. Hey, Cody, it's Gene Cedar. How are you? Hi, Gene. I'm great. How are you? I'm doing okay, considering that I'm not up there uh, getting bit. So tell us, did we have a uh, any kind of a, a largemouth and smallmouth bass bite? I know usually we have a spawn sometime, you know, February, March, but we've had some odd weather. Yeah, it has been odd. Um, it's been really hot, even up to triple digits out here. But the largemouth and smallmouth have been coming in uh, quite well, actually. Oh, with an average of about two pounds for the largemouth, um, about a pound and a half for the smallies. They are such good fishing. And um, now those smallies, usually I've uh, when I used to fish with my dad there all the time, um, really well down a little more towards the east end and up by the, uh, the chalk cliffs that we called them along the uh, north shore. Is that still holding true? Yeah, it's still a really good spot. Um, uh-huh. Even down in Santa Cruz Bay, it's been picking up pretty well for actually all species. So now, in trying to envision this, because as I drive by on San Marcos Pass, there's not much water that you can see. Do we actually have uh, an Arrowhead Island? Is there still an island, or is it just another uh, shoreline? <laughs> it's actually just another shoreline, but um, the Cistern Island, which is now we're calling it um, by the water intake, that that's basically the island of the lake now. Oh, okay, at the Cistern, and that's a traditionally good structure for fish, uh, even uh, like red ear and that too. Yeah, red ear, bluegill, crappie is really good back uh-huh. there. Yeah. Um, large and smallmouth bass, catfish, um, even some of the bigger trout the last few months, up to 11 pounds have been caught back there. Wow. Wow. Now, were they still fishing for those trout, or were they uh, trolling? Uh, trolling definitely is the way to go here. Yeah. Um, but now, with this warm weather, you're probably going to have to bust out the lead core pretty soon. Oh, boy. Yeah. Not my favorite thing. I would still suffer for just one nice bass to be able to cast plugs all day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the bass are really fun. Definitely. Yeah, I love those crankbaits. So um, now you have a full operation there still going and uh, rental boats. And and how would people, uh, do they still use that 688-4040? That's in my brain from the days. Is that still the best number to call? Still the best number. Phone us right at the shop here. Okay. And that's in the 805, as they say, the area code. Right. Um, and uh, you still have um, four-passenger and six-passenger boats. Right. Those are our smallest ones. We even have a five-person side console boat, which is a oh. really nice electric start, flat bottom, a lot easier to operate. Yeah, I like that flat bottom. I always thought it was pretty sweet of uh, Kachuma as my dad aged. Of course, we fished till he was... 95 together at the lake, which was really a treat. But uh, you guys, wow. uh, you guys got in a uh, flat bottom, uh, you know, just a type of McGregor type of uh, skiff there for him, and that just increased our days that we could continue fishing. So hats off to you guys. Oh yeah, it really makes a big difference for you know the older population and dogs too. <laughs> and uh, we're dogs, too. dogs on the boats and yeah. the for them. Yeah, that's right. And um, aren't we into uh, bow hunting, which is probably why you're answering the phone and, and Ken is out doing it, maybe. I'm not sure. But anyway, <laughs> so you, you get to do some bow hunting up there for fish, right? Yeah, we do. Um, you know, springtime's a really good time to get them, mostly first thing in the morning. And, you know, there's millions of them out here. Yeah, now, now we're talking primarily uh, the uh, carp, right? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know what's so interesting about those fish? I have been fooled a number of times, especially when I had my fly rod up there once in a while, is that they roll and break water. And you got like when you're uh, fishing a stream and you call it nervous water and stuff, and it just is so exciting. But, man, is it hard to get them to bite. <laughs> it's definitely a lot harder to get them with a rod. Yeah. Uh, definitely want to purchase a bow. It's definitely the way to get them. Yeah, that, that's kind of like when we used to go out of uh, Redondo Beach and King Harbor after uh, swordfish when I was on the uh, fishing with Marty Solace down south. And pretty soon we'd say, you know what, we're giving up this rod and reel stuff for these swordfish. We're going to force feed them so we all got our commercial licenses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, these carp can get pretty big up to, you know, 20, 25 pounds. Gee, that'd be... So what, you've got your, like a... Um, when my friends go out and, and spearfish, is that how you do it? Are you connected when you 
bow hunt for them with your uh, arrow and th- so you don't lose it? Or what, how does that exactly work? Uh, that is how it works. Yeah, you okay. just have your retriever, so it has a certain amount of line, mm-hmm. um, and that's attached to the arrow, so you can just retrieve it quickly and get another shot off as fast as possible. Gee, sounds kind of fun. <laughs> I might have to try that one of these days. Yeah, it's a blast. Definitely yeah. a different experience. Yeah, that's all I need is more gear and a new new sport, huh? <laughs> yeah. I've already got uh, so many rod racks in my garage, it's not funny. But um, So what else can you tell us about uh, Kachumup? There, um, there's camping. Oh, and we have, uh, you still have the nature cruises, right? Yeah, the nature cruises still go out um, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Mm-hmm. And it's a great way to you know get to the other side of the lake and just get a little bit more information that you might not know through uh-huh. the naturalists. A lot of deer coming down to the water. You can see some cattle, the occasional mountain lion, bobcat. It's really yeah. fun. Uh, once in a while, turkeys and uh, pigs and whatnot. So, um, okay, well, I guess I have to say adios, amigo Cody. And thank you for your time. Really appreciate it. And we can all envision a nice lake day. Of course. Thank you, Gene. Okay. Bye. Fish Talk Radio. Barbara Channel offers some of the most productive sport fishing in the world. Channel Island Sport Fishing offers the most boats to enjoy it. Call 805-382-1612. At Channel Island Sport Fishing, you pick the time and place you want to go. Near shore halibut, calico bass and rockfish, or fish the Channel Islands for white sea bass and yellowtail. For whale watching and private charters, Channel Island Sport Fishing in Oxnard has clean, modern boats with professional, friendly crews. Make your reservations for a deep sea adventure by calling 805-382-1612. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Set on the magnificent Sea of Cortez, the Grand Heritage Resort and Spa at Marina Costa Baja is the first five-star resort in La Paz, Baja South. Overlooking a 250-slip marina and white sand beaches, enjoy two signature restaurants, a world-class destination for fishing or diving. Enjoy five-star elegance in the charming laid-back city of La Paz. Dock your boat and enjoy the marina village. Visit on the web at CostaBajaResort.com. S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Are you ready for a whale watching adventure? The Santa Barbara Channel is known as one of the best whale watching areas in the world. Over 27 species of whales, dolphins, and porpoises come here throughout the year. And there's no better way to spend time with these wonderful animals than aboard the high-tech Condor Express. Bring a whole family for an unforgettable whale watching adventure. The Condor Express is Santa Barbara's premier charter boat for whale watching, island excursions, sunset cruises, and private charters. Call Sea Landing at 882-0088 to book your trip. We'll see you on the Condor Express. Kentucky Lake and Barkley, Sardis, Ross, Burnett, Toledo, Ben, Rayburn, and Conroe, he won't forget. He loved Lake of the Ozark, he loved Table Rock, bull shows on the White River, he ain't gonna never stop. That's it then, that's the end of this. He's a great American fisherman, he fish anywhere. 
anywhere there's water. Isn't that it? So that's what I always say is a good excuse to travel. There's water just about everywhere. And you know what else? When I teach women how to fish through the Becoming an Outdoors Woman program, which has gone from the United States uh, to a number of different countries, I usually wrap it up on my third seminar day and tell them, just remember, fish don't live in ugly places. You know, doesn't that pretty much cover it? So uh, pack your bags. And uh, right now, I think that I would like to continue seeing as how uh, talking about my dad and fishing bass and whatnot, uh, you know, brings back some good memories. I'm going to take a little trip down memory lane uh, with a product, Berkeley Line, that has been in my family's history, and I'm sure many of you have uh, used some or all of that and maybe still use those products in uh, primarily fresh, but uh, coming back strong in the salt water, they've got a pro-spec line too. So we have someone from the company, and that is Clay Norris. Clay. Hey, Gene, how are you today? (laughs) You know, I'm doing fine. I'm always doing... Pretty darn good when I'm talking fish, not quite as good as when I'm actually getting a tug. (laughs) Oh, then we've got something in common. (laughs) There you go. So, you know, um, one thing that it brought to mind when I saw that I was going to have an opportunity to speak with you, and I know you've been doing a series uh, with Mark from Bass Magazine and that, um, but one of the things I recall is uh, when I had a tackle store, number of years back, hook, line, and sinker in Santa Barbara, and it's still running strong. So that started in 76. Berkeley was a great uh, product for us, and I actually went to the factory, and I can't remember, somewhere down in the L.A. area, Glendale, whatever, because I was always at either a Newell real factory or, you know, down yeah, you there. You might have gone to our Fenwick facility there because I'm based, the factory has been here in Iowa, where I am. We're out okay. in the... Uh, in the uh, cornfields, which uh, <laughs> have yet to come up because we've had as, as warm a weather as you've had out there in California, we've had bitter cold out here. It just won't go away. Okay, well, you can keep that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I might have gone to, uh, yeah, one of the factory, but they talked about the extrusion, and of course, my dad was in the plastics industry. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, bringing that online, extruding plastics and, and developing uh, hoses that we use for irrigation. But um, the line I learned some of the things was that to keep your guides on your rods smooth and replace them when they get rough because as a woman I can easily picture this and men have a pretty good idea but the nylon that was used in most of the nylon lines was kind of thinking like a woman's nylon stocking run through and if that can't run through your guides without getting snagged then you've got a problem because you're going to wear down your line when you're fishing no that's a good way to think of it uh janet <laughs> you know it is made out of nylon and ni- you know at least monofilament the the most popular type of line still today is right. is a nylon based monofilament and if, if you're talking back to the 1970s it was about 1972, I think, when uh, Burke Fidel here in Iowa came up with the Trilene XL formula. And yes. XL has been and then and, and has remained the, the most popular monofilament for freshwater in the, in the country. And uh, it, because it was a combination of strength and, and a lot of really good flexibility. And, and then at about 1978, so it had been right in that same period when you had your shop, mm-hmm. uh, we introduced Trilene XT, which is the more abrasion-resistant um, cousin to Trilene XL. Oh, there and, you go. Uh, and then it was, I think, in the early 1980s, and all of this is before my time with the company, but I remember as an angler, uh, that's when I started really getting into it, was after college about in the early 1980s. And uh, there was Trilene Big Game that was introduced. Right. And it was really pioneered there in Southern California as far as our first marketing efforts and, and so forth with that line. And so those three lines are kind of our classic three in the monofilament world, and, and they're the most popular lines we have, too, in monofilament all across the world. Okay, and then something else, then, that that brings to mind that we probably have in common is uh, a very dear friend of mine and uh, was a protege of my father, Bill Cedar, who was once named a top 20 bass fisher in the country, uh, uh-huh. his protege, Jay Yellis. 
Yeah, Jay is just an awesome guy. <laughs> I mean, you he? can't get a nicer guy than Jay. In fact, I, I saw him uh, in February in Birmingham at the Bassmaster Classic. And, right. Uh, he's such a gentleman and, and knows a lot, obviously, about about bass fishing. And, and being a, you know, he's probably, arguably, I would think, the most successful West Coast bass fisherman when I think about it, at least on the big stage of BASS yes. and FLW. He's he's done so well. I mean, isn't he orig- I don't know if he's originally from Oregon, but I know he lived up there for a long time. And, right. And uh, I think, yeah, I think he's back up there. Then he went to, uh, you know, when the, the heat of the uh, contest and the tourneys for him uh, went over towards the, the Tyler, Texas area. Yes, I, that's when I first met him as he was, there you, you know, go. he lived in Tyler, but he, uh, but a lot of those guys relocated there to your point, because it was just in the middle of, right. of, of all those, uh, you know, where most of the tournaments were. Right. And I think he caught, uh, I think he caught the keeper of a lifetime. I think that's where he met his wife, Jill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, I'm sure he says that's his best catch of all. I think so. Yeah, my mom, um, my dad always said that my mom was his best catch, best thing that ever happened to him. So, yeah, it's kind of cool because uh, Jay, you know, after he won the uh, the classic, um, wrote a autobiography, and uh, there is a chapter in there of uh about my dad and mom bill and barbara cedar and has a picture of them dancing because that's oh, cool. i grew up dancing in our living rooms and everywhere and uh yeah so so jay's been a really good family friend and uh the times that i've been around the country uh into Texas one time, so I gave Jay a call. Hey, do you know anybody here? Well, I don't know anybody down in that San Antonio, Austin area, but I know somebody up in the uh, up towards Dallas and that. And I, uh, I think it's Lake Fort or Fort Lake. And I said, Hey, that's yeah, never Lake t- Fort. Yeah, there Lake it Fork, is. Probably. Yeah, and I said that's not too far to drive. So he set me up with the guy up there, Jerry, who took me out and my sister. Great day for big, big bass. Just. Yeah, I had my one shot to fish that lake, Gene. We were there for a big, uh, they have a big uh, wholesale show in Fort Worth every year. And, uh-huh. and uh, of course, my one shot should have been there yesterday. <laughs> I mean, they were catching 8 and 10 pound bass and this huge thunderstorm complex came through. Oh, boy. Of course, all this rain coming into the lake, it was about, looked like chocolate milk. I mean, we didn't catch anything. Yeah. Uh, so I was, you know, I was all fired up. I mean, yeah. Lake Fork is sort of this uh, mecca for bass fishermen, right? It is, you know, and to be honest, it's not Sunday, but I'll still be honest. And uh, I'll say that, yeah, huge, huge bass. The biggest one of the day that I had on is is still in that lake, and, and I never did get to touch it. But uh, I heard my dad's words coming down from up in the sky, you know, Jeannie. On big fish, you got to stick them and stick them again. <laughs> yeah, you do. You do. Well, no, you were talking about Jay earlier, one of the one of the coolest commercials I think we ever did, uh, in my time at, at uh-huh. Berkeley anyway, was when that year that he won, he won the Bassmaster Classic, and he, and he also won the Angler of the Year. Yes. And, and at that point in time, we had a lot of pros fishing Berkeley line in all the circuits, not only the bass circuits, but but the crappie masters and, and the walleye attorneys and everything uh-huh. else. So we had gathered all these pros together for an ad, and uh, it was a print ad and a television ad. And, and in the television ad, Jay appears twice uh-huh. because, you know, in the miracle of, and of course earlier, you know, computer animation or whatever, yeah. but they, they put him in twice in the ad, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, he's a good guy. So, um yeah, he, he then um, one time I went for uh, Thanksgiving, like a, about a year and a half ago, uh, to my nephew's place over in Louisiana. And, uh, you know, I got a fish, and my nephew Michael is a, a fisherman, too. He just loves going out with his Aunt Jean. So I said, well, let's go get hooked up. Let me give a call to Jay. Jay, who do you know down here? So he set me up with this other guy who he rooms with a lot on the circuit, and he took me out for um, some of these kind of trout. I mean, it seems like you're in a lake, but actually you're in ocean water in those uh, waterways, you know, and the oh, wow. and the redfish, oh my God, those, I did land some nice ones of those. I'm putting those on my genecedar.com web, website. 
Oh, it's always a blast. I mean, Red, I, our, you know, our, our parent company is headquartered in, in Columbia, South Carolina, so we get uh-huh. to go to Charleston quite often when we go visit. And the red fishing all along that part of the coast from Charleston, South Carolina, down into uh, Florida is just phenomenal. Yeah. And, and, and I've yet to go. I'd love to go on the uh, Texas coast, too, because right. I've done it in Louisiana. I fished, I fished redfish and speckled trout in Louisiana. That's too, it. I it, guess the speckled trout. Thank you. Yeah. Yep, speckled trout. Yeah. And that's sort of, I learned speckled trout was sort of the Louisiana state. There you go. You know, saltwater fish. I mean, yeah. that's what it's all about. And and uh, and then um, I, I learned a new term for a crappie, too. Uh, they, they call them sockelets down there, oh. um, which was uh, French, I guess, for sack of milk because well, they're whitish oh. in color. Well, there you go. So we have uh, now taken a trip up and down and uh, back in history, and, and that is a timeless thing. So, hey, thank you for that trip, Clay. Oh, I you're really, welcome. I really appreciate it. Well, and I'm glad that I could hitch along for that ride, and, and do say hi to our friend Jay next time you talk to him. I will. I definitely will. I'll do that very soon. Okay. All right. You take care. Fish yep. Talk Radio says goodbye to you, and to all of you listening, remember, make it easy. You can find us, Fish talkradio.com. You can find us on iTunes, streaming, uh, webtalkradio.net, or just Google it. And when you come up with Fish Talk Radio, you'll find all kinds of great information and connections. And this is Gene Cedar saying adios and go get a tug. Channel offers some of the most productive sport fishing in the world. Channel Island Sport Fishing offers the most boats to enjoy it. Call 805-382-1612. At Channel Island Sport Fishing, you pick the time and place you want to go. Nearshore halibut, calico bass and rockfish, or fish the Channel Islands for white sea bass and yellowtail. For whale watching and private charters, Channel Island Sport Fishing in Oxnard has clean modern boats with professional friendly crews. Make your reservations for a deep sea adventure by calling 805-382-1612. Clover Pass Resort, Ketchikan, Alaska, is in the heart of the salmon capital of Alaska. Walk a few yards to the dock and throw a line at king, silver, or pink salmon. Just a 90-minute direct flight from Seattle. You can be in your boat fishing the day you arrive. The calm waters at Clover Pass hold schools of salmon as well as halibut and rockfish. Clover Pass offers all-inclusive fishing packages starting under $1,000. For more information, call John at 877-FISH-WRAP. That's 877-F-I-S-H-R-A-P. If you're looking for a magical and unique gift for someone special, look no further than the skies above you. Santa Barbara Soaring specializes in glider rides, making memories that last a lifetime. Experience Santa Barbara, the San Inez Valley, and Central Coast with the silence of soaring. Purchasing a gift certificate is just a couple of clicks away. Visit SantaBarbaraSoaring.com. Pick your ride and the certificate will be sent directly to you just in time for the holidays. Let Santa Barbara Soaring help you provide the gift they'll never forget. SantaBarbaraSoaring.com. Want to make your drive more exciting? It starts with Shell V-Power Premium Gasoline. It's Ferrari's choice for improved performance. Shell V-Power removes an average of 60% of performance-robbing gunk on intake valves left by low-quality premium gasolines. And it starts with your very first tank. The result is the kind of performance that gives you more excitement behind the wheel. Choose Shell V-Power Premium Gasoline today and let the excitement begin. Local fishing at its finest is aboard the Stardust. Day and half day trips on Stardust Sport Fishing are a family affair. Find out what it's like to view Santa Barbara from the water while you are catching dinner. See whales, dolphins, and Channel Islands up close. Spotless boat and friendly crew are perfect for beginner or expert. Get aboard with Jason Diamond and his crew on Stardust Sport Fishing, operating at a sea landing in the Santa Barbara Harbor. Lake Kachuma is a California treasure. Bald eagles, deer, egrets, foxes, wild turkeys play on the banks and in the trees. Red ear, bluegill, bass and catfish inhabit the waters. Rainbow trout are planted on a regular basis and easily caught from boat or shore. Lake Kachuma Boat Rentals is a key to a successful day on the lake. Call 805-688-4040 for information. Tackle, skiff, or pontoon boat rental. Call Craig at 
4040, 20 minutes north of Santa Barbara, Kachuma Boat Rentals for a day to remember. All fish, Maple Lake, French Lake, Grand Lake, Cedar Lake, Pleasant Lake, Clear Lake, Bass Lake, Otter Lake, Goose Lake, Gull Lake, Round Lake, Bear Lake, Rice Lake, Sugar Lake, Mud Lake, Long Lake, and Lake, Swan Lake, and Lake of the Woods. Oh, I fish everywhere. I was born ready. He asked me if I'm ready here, and yes, I am. This is Gene Cedar back with Fish Talk Radio. And hopefully we get to the point fish do radio, not just talk. Okay? So, remember that you can... Find Fish Talk Radio at a number of different places, but today we're going to push the easy button and just Google it up, Fish Talk Radio. And hopefully, as soon as you start typing in a few letters, it's going to automatically pull up because it's well-known, and hopefully you have visited us before. So I finally have our friend Karen into the studio with me. Jean, you were amazing today. Yeah. I winged it. No, you really did. I, I, winging is, is a good thing here. I there guess on go. radio, that's the best part. Nobody can see <laughs> behind the scenes how crazy it was just a second ago. That's it. But, uh, you know, just talking about fish. And we went, uh, we visited without a passport today, Costa Rica and uh, Lake Kachuma. And uh, not many place, times you can actually go back in time. And we did that a little bit with the Berkeley line, which was a real treat for me. Um, my dad, Bill Cedar, and you can Google that up, too. That's with an S like Sam, E, D like David, A, R. And you will find a very interesting person who was uh, on the forefront of the plastics industry, inventing. And a fisherman who figured out lots of tricks and passed them along to Jay Yellis, who eventually, from a 16-year-old boy when we first met him, I think, 15, went on to win the Angler of the Year a number of times and the Bass Classic and is just a, a primo person and his family. And now he has two girls who fish all the time, salmon up in Oregon. So um, we went to East Cape. And I've been down there with Hennigan before when we were just driving in between fishing at La Paz. And I'm telling you, you don't have to go to the Mediterranean for that color of water. It's gorgeous. I, I, got, I was lucky. I went down in November with them. Oh, there you it's go. It's beautiful. See, smart, smart cookie. That's why she, they call her cookie mm. because November is the time. October, December, I've fished out of Loretto and took my sister down there. It's great. It's so beautiful. Yeah. I'm looking forward. To, that's where he is now. You know, John's down there now. I know. He's in Cabo now. So supposedly working. This is this right. is part of working <laughs> for Fish Talk Radio. Well, and that is part of it. You know, when I had my uh, when I had my store, that was uh, part of learning the methods. I remember my dad walking in one day with a magazine, Gene, I think you ought to go to New Zealand. Fourteen days later, I was landed in New Zealand with my gear and fishing, and, uh, and Marty Solis was over there. Right, and you haven't looked back since. So, Gene, where, where can we find, I'm sure our listeners would love to know where we can find you. You can find me. Actually, I have a new website coming up, genecedar.com, and that is with an S as in sold, because, uh, you know, I used to sell worms, and now I sell dirt. <laughs> I'm in real estate. <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it. Anyway, um, but, uh, and I actually added Ireland, along with my fly rods this year, I added Ireland to my list That's of places right. that I help my clients. And uh, they've flown me down to Costa Rica to help them. I've uh, helped them in Canada with their real estate, Washington, England, and France. And so, there's fish in all those places, by the way. Well, hopefully we can have you <laughs> back. Hopefully we'll have you back co-hosting with John, because I would love to see you, you team on the radio. I think it would be a great show. But we got to run now. Okay. Thank you so much, Jean, for being on. Absolutely. And you are listening to Fish Talk Radio. And you can find all of our shows on fishtalkradio.com. You can download from iTunes, webtalkradio.net. And Jean, again, thank you so much. You bet. Keep fishing and dancing. Fishing.